Welcome to the Once and Future Authors Podcast. I'm Stephanie, and I'm so delighted today to be joined by Ch Katrina Sawa. Katrina is a very, very busy author and the head of Jumpstart Your Biz Now. We were just talking when you see her about all the books behind her, and there are four more coming out this year. So we better get started with Katrina. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me. Laughing already. I love that. Uh... Thank yes, you so thanks. much. Wow. Four more books. Look at all those books behind you and four more coming out. Yeah, there's six on this side and six on that side. You can't even see them all. I know. My husband needs to build more shelves. <laughs> Let's get him on that. So tell us a little bit first about Jumpstart Your Biz. Yeah, so I've been, well, I started 19 years ago this summer Uh the my own business back right I left my corporate job and said I'm going to be an entrepreneur I'm going to help entrepreneurs grow their business and get clients and all that so I started really as marketing marketing consultant getting clients on um, retainer doing stuff for them and then I was working really hard at that and then I learned oh there's other ways you could do that and you could do different coaching and group programs and I'm like oh so I evolved my business to that and and now, I, you know, you just keep evolving your business into what it morphs into being. And today, it's more of a bigger picture, like business coaching. Pretty much I look at everything someone's doing because just looking at the marketing leaves out the backend systems and the technology and the delegating and what you're selling and so, and your mindset. And you have to have someone looking at all of that in order to find those holes and opportunities to make more money and get more clients and stop working so hard. So I look at a lot of different things. And along the way, I've um, now we have events, we have online trainings. Um, I started doing some web design and we have virtual techie services. And then a, a year ago, I started Jumpstart Publishing. So now we publish books and help people with compilations and stuff. So I feel really full. Like I have a big team too. Thankfully, it's not just me. Like that would be craziness, but that's, that's how I kind of grew the business along the years. And it's just super fun. You know, I just love you know, it. You know what I love is that so many of people and, and many of our listeners today, I'm sure don't see that you can grow and go from one thing to another, to another. They're kind of here and they're saying, I'm working a million hours. It's like treading water, but I, I can't take on more work because I'm just so darn busy with all the work that I'm doing. But you had a vision for scaling up and bigger and morphing into something else. And now you're sharing that vision with other people. <laughs> Yes, but it's really funny. I never had a vision for all of this. I never did. Like you just, you don't know, like I never even wanted to become an author. Like I had no dream of becoming an author ever when I started my business. I just wanted to help people with practical, tactical things to grow their business and make more money and get more clients. That was it. That was all I had initially in my brain on what I was doing. And then just through what I learned and, and all the things I invested in, the, the trainings, the mentors, the masterminds, the conferences I went to, the, the people I learned from just opened my mind to what else is possible. When you don't learn like that, you don't see what else is possible. When someone, when, when you just know what you know and that's it and you just don't know what you don't know. And so I just kept learning and growing and learning and growing and learning and growing. And then my, I, you know, my interest and my visions changed along the way. So you don't, and I didn't know how to do it all. I had to get help. So you can't just say, well, 
I have this vision, but I don't know how to get there. Well, I'm just going to sit here and wait until I figure it out. Well, that's just silly. Like get help. Like, <laughs> yeah, and what, what a great nugget of, of wisdom you just said, which is learning. Yes. Keep, keep learning. So many people are really kind of stuck. They know what they know. They keep doing what they're doing, but they didn't do the two things that you mentioned right now. One was learning and one was getting help. And those two things, you're not going to be able to have this kind of vision and scale bigger and jumpstart your business unless you're learning and unless you enlist some more help with what you're doing. Yeah, that's just, and I've invested uh, over $250,000, frankly, in the last 19 years. A lot of people aren't willing to do that. I didn't do it all at once, but like I invest in big chunks because of the faith that I have in myself. And a lot of people don't have that confidence and faith that 110%, I know I'm meant to do this. I just have to figure out how and what to do to get there. They have too much doubt and and lack of self-confidence. And so we have to change that. We have to, you have to figure out how to change that and get that confidence and faith so that you can just keep going. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you mentioned that about investing in yourself and investing in your business. You're right. Too, too many people are scared or they lack the confidence or they don't see that that investment's going to pay off. And you're here to say, yeah, you know, you have to, you know, that saying you have to spend money to make money. You have to invest in yourself and in your learning and in your business so that you learn things. We don't all come complete <laughs> stuff. I like to say the universe isn't just going to put it all into your brain and one day you'll know it all. Like that's just not going to happen. <laughs> right. Right. Well, with all of those investments and um, time and learning, I'm guessing it was masterminds and books and programs and, and courses and, and anything like that. Um, any that you want to highlight for us that were especially helpful? Well, the first coach that I hired was a lot like what I do now for clients, which is the practical, tactical, what you need to do to get clients. I think everybody needs someone like that because you just, most people are just not, don't ever get to a hundred thousand dollar business or don't ever get to what I call their need number, right? So there's a need number and a want number, what you need every month to come in on a regular basis so that you can pay your bills and not take out of savings. And you can actually put a little bit away for retirement or savings or travel or whatnot. And you can pay an assistant or two or three to help you run the business more effectively so you can grow. So your need number needs to include all of that, not just your electric bill and your cell phone. It needs to include the things that you need to be a more successful entrepreneur. Then when you get to that need number, which usually for people is around somewhere between five and $10,000 a month. That's what they need usually that I've found. And then the want number is usually double or triple or quadruple that, right? So we want a lot more, but you got to get to the need number first and then we can double it from there and so on and so on. And it's, it's a gradual thing. Your confidence is going to grow gradually. And as you grow your confidence, you'll grow your price tags and you'll grow, you know, you'll grow your cash flow. So awesome. And, and, and huge thing that you just said so important is that we need everyone, a business coach. People are not even in that mindset. 
Tell me a little bit more about what somebody should be looking for. Well, first of all, why? And you gave some of those, why you need a business coach, but what you should look for. Because I think you're so right about that. And people are not making that first investment in themselves. Right. And really, it's not just because I am a business coach is why I'm telling you that. It's because it's it's the most logical thing to do. Absolutely. If you're going to go and become an attorney, you can't just walk into a courtroom and start trying a case, right? You have to go to law school. You have to learn the business of law. And then usually you have to get a job. Like some people start their own practice, but you have to learn that right now that they, they don't even teach you in law school, how to run your own practice and get clients either. So if you wanted to do that, that's an additional training. Um, just like if you wanted to become a nurse, you couldn't walk into a hospital and start poking people with needles. You would have to go to nursing school, but the, but the entrepreneurs think they can print a business card or put up a Wix website and boop, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars now because I'm an entrepreneur you don't know the business of entrepreneurship. So you need to go to entrepreneur school, which is what I do is more, that's the everything and how it all flows together. All business coaches are not created equal, all marketing people. Some people just focus on how to create a course online. Well, that's just one piece of the entire pie. And that is not necessarily, I mean, I can teach you how to do a course, but you got to know how to run a business because if you don't have anybody that's following you or on your email list or on your social media, nobody's buying the course, right? So like <laughs> there's too many things to know and too many hats to wear that you, there's no way you're going to know that coming off from corporate or stay-at-home mom, you need to learn the business of being in business. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So valuable that you said that and broke it down for people. And that takes a lot of pressure for off people. You didn't, you weren't born knowing how to do this. Most people did not go to school knowing how to do this. That's why you're getting a business coach. That's why you're investing in your business in the realm of surrounding yourself with experts and people who know things and taking their, their courses, their coaching, things like that so that you can grow. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that you will waste money on too. So be careful. There's a lot of people out there not that are really great at marketing and it looks like the right thing, but then it's not. So, it's, you know, you have to really be intuitive these days to, to feel out the right people and, and not just get bright, shiny object. Oh, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. Just really, you know, get some, a few different opinions, I think, right. and do your due diligence in homework and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, any tips on how to avoid those or how to see a red flag? Well, like sometimes I talk to people and they've never heard of me, like, and they'll find me, right? And I'm like, well, I know you don't know me. You just met me. How about if I share three or four people that you could actually have a conversation with that have worked with me? And so people don't do that in this, in this digital age. They don't do that. They just trust a web page. They, they pay and then they may or may not get what they need. So ask for referrals, ask for actual humans that people can talk to, not just visual testimonials that frankly, anybody could put up on their website. Right. So, yeah. I'm so glad you said that because you're absolutely right. Anyone can build a website and it could look bright and shiny, but check things out, check people's references, call up people that they have worked with, make sure that those people are your people, you know, yeah. they, you know, true. And I'm sure that there are lots of great people out there too, but not everybody is great for everybody. Right. They're different personalities. I'm pretty blunt and in your face. Uh, you know, like I, uh, I don't let people get away with excuses. So if you want a business coach, that's just going to do whatever you think you need to do. I'm like, that's not me. I'm going to give you a variety of options, but we're going to strategize stuff, but I'm not going to like, let you make up excuses. We're going to work through that, you know, cause 
Otherwise you'll never get anywhere. Now, if someone is just getting started, they are like listening to this saying, you are so right. The scales have fallen from my eyes. I need help. I need to get started. I see a sh two shelves full of books back there. What should we be starting with? As far as a book goes, like what to buy for a book? Well, I actually happen to have the perfect book for that, which is okay. my um, my Jumpstart Your New Business Now book. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it your... just happens to be the perfect book for a new business. Um, and it's actually good for a lot of uh, it, current businesses too, because a lot of them are not doing all the things in the book. So it's a lot about the marketing and the lead gen and the follow-up and the sales process. Um, practical, tactical stuff. Um, if you are stuck on your mindset or you have unsupportive people, a lot of us, I find that about 60% of my clients usually come to me with unsupportive people in their lives. Either the significant other is not so supportive or the sister or the mother-in-law or somebody. And so the other book that I have, Love Yourself Successful, is about getting rid of toxic people or at least putting a bubble around yourself so you can, so you can really protect your entrepreneurial energy because we need to stay motivated and positive. We can't have that negative stuff coming in. There's that. And also it helps you increase your confidence to charge what you're worth and go for things sooner than later. And so that book's really good for that. Um, oh, you know. so important. You're so right that people are not supported, that so many people say, oh, what are you going to do if it fails? Or I hope you have a backup plan or I hope they, this is just not supported and and that's so hard for someone who really is putting themselves out there day after day and not getting the the support they need at home so love yourself successful you can love yourself right into getting that book because that'll help but I, back to your first book I loved something you said about um starting your new business um Katrina you said that there are many established businesses that kind of skipped a lot of those steps yeah. there. So even if you are not a brand new business, you might already be in business and, and good for you if you've been managing for the past, you know, five years or so. But if you skipped all those steps, if some of those things that you just said, like if the word lead generation made you sit back and wonder, hmm, I wonder what that means. You're still a new business, aren't you? <laughs> you are, you are. I have a three-year entrepreneur evolution plan and a lot of times think it's only for new business owners, but a lot of times I'll get a business owner who's been in business for 10 years and they might be making $100,000, but they're tied to their business and they're the only person in it. And their website is like seven years old. So they have, they're lacking technology. They're lacking the the really engagement for online. They can't take a vacation because if they take a vacation, they lose revenue, right? So they're not leveraged. And so we need to start from scratch really and reevaluate where they're at, where they wanna go. Cause they probably have a different vision than when they got into business 10 years ago. They just wanted to fill their practice. Well, now they have a full practice and now what? Now life sucks because they have no life, right? So a lot of times I see this. And so we have to reimagine their business to fit the lifestyle they have or want now and then do things differently and revamp the business. And it's kind of like starting fresh in a way. So I have a lot of clients like that and it's never too late to revamp what you're doing and change what you're doing to get the lifestyle that you want. And that's why we started the business in the first place. Yeah, what a green light you just gave people that if you're here and you're saying, yeah, I have a successful business or a practice, we're busy, we have tons and tons of clients, but yet 
you're working 30 hours a day, you can never take a vacation, and you don't have the life that you dreamt of, you're not stuck there. There are ways of taking this success, and good for you, that is success. But it's not the, the success that you wanted. You have successful, maybe even you know, fully monetized, but there are ways of moving that to a new level and a new place so that you can have what you just said, the life that you want. Yeah, that's that so important. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about your writing process. Obviously, with so many books under your belt, you must have some sort of a process. Do you think, do you like imagine your reader? Are you, are you a, a, a typer or a dictator? Like get us into like the whole writing thing. I do it all actually. So the, my best ideas come in the shower or when I'm getting ready. I don't know about you, but like that's, I almost started a podcast one time from, that was called Ideas from the Shower because I just, they wouldn't stop. Like I would have ideas for content development, for books, for videos, and for all my clients too. Like, oh, you need to do this. And, and so, um, yeah, sometimes when I'm getting ready, I have my cell phone and I'll talk into an email to myself. Because okay. when, I, when I text, talk text into an email, then I can send it to myself and boom, it's written, right? I don't use the dictation software. I don't, I'm not that, I'm techie, but I'm not, I don't want a bunch of apps. So I do it the simple way. <laughs> so I do it that simple way. And so I'll talk, usually I'm talking articles for newsletters and blogs and stuff like that. I don't talk out a whole book or anything that way, um, but I'm a writer. So like when I wrote Love Yourself Successful, it took me three years to conceptualize it right? And I went to workshops and I actually uh, put on a three-day event to hopefully help me get the content out for the book because it was going to be very similar to the event. Still didn't work. And then uh, one day it just kind of downloaded. And in four days, I wrote that book in two weekends in a row. So, you know, it, it comes to me like that. When it comes to me, I just have to sit and I have to clear my schedule and, brrr, you know, get it out. And uh, well, that podcast from the shower, that could have been quite the thing, especially if you did it in the shower. I'm Ideas just... from the shower. I got a lot of men commenting, like, I'll watch that. I'm no, like, you no, 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 and she would literally put, do her show naked, like from the waist up and with her microphone in her like blocking things. It's really oh, funny. Oh my gosh. I love I know, that. Right? I love that. But you're so right. You know, many times our ideas do not come when we're sitting there with a blank piece of paper in front of no. us. Mm -mm. When we're driving or in the shower or something like that. I am so glad you said what you did about sending voice emails to yourself. I tell my own clients that all the time, this way, when you get back to your desk, you have a whole stack of emails addressed to you. And now you can use that text, just copy and paste it. And I'm with you. I can't deal with it's on the app. It's on the phone. How do I get it to the computer? I don't know your method so much better. Just send an email to yourself with a voice to text. Awesome. I'm all about systems and simplicity and productivity. So I find the easiest, simple way for me and every client's different, right? So I have most of my clients are not that techie. So I have to find a really simple ways for them to do things. Yeah. And, and then when technology crashes, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> and it will crash. That's right? sure. Now you said, love yourself successful. You were germinating it for three years. And again, this is a huge green light for people. Three years thinking much, but then poof, 
all of those sparks fell into place and you wrote it in two weekends. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was spring too. So it was beautiful out. And I'm looking out the window and I'm like, I want to go outside and play. I want to go out with my friends. Nope. I got to write the book. So I like just turned off my blinders and uh, put my blinders on. (laughs) What I love about your saying it in that way, so many people would have forced that book out, let's say after two and a half years. And, and then it might be a lousy book or might have taken them, you know, eight months of grueling, you know, to get it out. But because you thought about it and waited until it's almost like a fine wine, when it was ready, it poured out of you. And I hear that from a lot of authors, when it's ready, it pours out of you. Yes. And while that is sounds amazing and like the perfect process these days I would not do it that way that was nine years ago these days I would say hurry up and get your book done so we can get <laughs> another book out so we can get another book out and so you can get speaking gigs and publicity and it can actually grow your business so I, I would say it completely different okay. uh, because I see too many people that have been waiting to get their book done and it's like all it needs usually is someone looking at it and going looking at some of the content asking a few questions of you about your life or whatever it is you're talking about and saying, oh, well, you need a section on this. You need a section on that. You need a section on that. You need this. And then put it in this order, move this over here and then add this on the front, add that on the back. Boom, your book's done. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Right. And also let's not assume that book number one has to be the most glorious thing. Like if you're, you, you have all these books behind you, I'm guessing that you're getting better. You know, well, I, a lot of these are compilation books, right? So compilation books are very popular these days. And it's where, you know, you get anywhere from 10 to 40 people writing a chapter. And, but I have journals to have a journal where I just wrote a little blurb and then it's in a journal. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can get published these days and have a book. I was on TV with my first book. My first book, Power and Soul, was with Allie Brown back in 2006. It was a compilation book. I think there was 20 of us or something. And when it first came out, I got on my local TV station because I did publicity around it. I did press release and I got on TV. And so you can't wait to get the book done. It wasn't even my own book. I just wrote a chapter, right? (laughs) So, uh, I mean, if you want, it depends what your goals are in your business. If you want to be an author and that's really what your goal is, you want to write a series of books, especially fiction or something. If you're a fiction author, it's different. You want to be a fiction author but you still have to build the business around the books because right. they're not just going to sell themselves, right? You need a website, website, a following, maybe a fan page, maybe some events right. to get the fans to come. You might want to, you know, so you need sales pages, you need to do all kinds of things. Um, but if you, compilation books are a great way to get published quickly while you're writing that other book. So you still have books coming in and you still get um, speaking gigs and publicity and things like that. Oh, I'm so glad you're talking about the benefits of a book because there are so many ways that a book can springboard someone's business um, with speaking engagements and all those things. But I think inwardly, I know you're a big person about mindset and there's nothing quite like holding that book in your hand with your name on the bottom for confidence. Isn't that true? Totally. It will give you more confidence in getting clients and getting out there talking about yourself. It does. It really does help your confidence. And I always say there's like four benefits of really having a book. It's one is visibility where you can get seen as an industry expert. Two is bookability, right? Getting booked more as a speaker to grow your business. 
and credibility, being trusted by prospects faster, having the credibility and or either just having the book or getting publicity, and then impactability. Impactability is getting your message out to the masses or at least the, enough of the people that really need to hear your message. Awesome. Awesome. I love all of that. And you're so right. Those those four illities. <laughs> I made some of those words up, I think. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if bookability is a word. Bookability. Yeah, you know, they're good words. And every business, whether somebody is, you know, a, a professional or an entrepreneur or whatever they are, every business can use those four illities, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I can't think of anybody who couldn't use all of those and definitely needs a book to get started. So what would you say if you were with somebody brand new to this process and they're like, wow, you're right, Katrina. I need to be writing a book. How do I start? What do those first steps look like? Well, first you have to figure out what kind of book you want to write. Do you want to hurry up and get one done so that you have something? Or do you want to write, so a, a quick book would be like a tip book or a quote book. So everybody, like not everybody, but if you're in business, you probably are sharing advice or teaching something, right? And you could probably come up with 20 to 100 tips, depending. Like I have a client who, who did a book on 52 tips on LinkedIn mm -hmm. strategies. And so it's this little square book, even it's just little tips on each page. Not that hard to get the content out. You probably already have it written in blog posts and videos that you've done already. And that would be a fast book to get done, right? So get that done while you do your storybook, I call it. Your storybook is the one that the transformational book that we want to share what happened to us, right? Um, or your do your system book. The system book is my Jumpstart Your Business Now book. It's the book that I actually had a training called Jumpstart Your Biz in 90 Days. It was a three-month, 12-week uh, training course that I did live with people for three years. I just kept doing it every couple couple times a year. And it was $4,000 when I did the training and people would pay that and then do the training. And then I boxed it up and put it on my website for sale as a do-it-yourself course. And that was $2,000. And then I said, oh my God, I just need to get my system book done. So I transcribed that and I had an assistant take out all the fluffy stuff, right? And then I went through it all and cleaned it up into the book it is now. And now it sells for like $16.95. Hello, like, right? And so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be simple, simple. I did that in, in a, just a few months to get that process done. So those are just three. There's a, a dozen or so different types of books you could write, depending right. on what kind of, yeah. So that's oh, I, I love this is instead of sitting there, you know, in front of a blank piece of paper and just feeling overwhelmed to think about the type of book that you want to write and some of them the way you're describing are a lot easier to write and you know kind of I don't want to say write themselves but certainly a lot easier than others that might be much more involved and there's nothing wrong with any of them the way you're describing it it sounds like that person should kind of acknowledge that they're not going to write just one and if you well, yeah. if you know you're going to write more than one that actually I don't think rather than make give somebody more pressure. I think it actually takes the pressure off because sometimes when we think there's only going to be one, we think that that one has to be like Pulitzer Prize winning oh, kind of example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And or 300 pages, which nobody wants to read, right? Nobody wants to read a 300 page book. 
<laughs> exactly. But we, if you kind of go into it saying, okay, I have heard all of the illities. I've heard all of this. I know that I need to immediately start investing in myself and my business. I need a book and this is not going to be my last book. So I need a book tomorrow. It's going to be this kind, or I need a book that's going to be able to show me off in this way. So I need this kind and recognizing this is not your one chance. If we think it's our one chance, people are like, shove it all into the book, right? Yeah. Or, and they wait forever and ever and ever to launch the book. And another thing to do to hurry up and get your book done is to start pre-selling it. <laughs> so my love yourself successful. I was, it was taking so long. I just started pre-selling it. I put the mock cover on a page and I started pre-selling it. And I think I had a hundred sales or something. And it took me six months to get it done. And it was like killing me because I had these people who've already paid to get it. Oh, and there's only one complaining person that's like, I bought this book. Like, nah, nah, nah. And I just wanted to give her like $16 back. Right. Cause just to shut up and leave me alone because I'll get it done when I get it done <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but you can pre-sell it and then it kind of lights a fire under you knowing people are waiting for it and they've already paid for it and it'll, it'll get done faster like let's just awesome nothing like pressure right? <laughs> guilt and pressure go a long way folks. Yeah. that's for sure <laughs> and, and I bet that woman when she finally got her book was happy you didn't just give her her $16 back I don't know <laughs> She did not leave me a review. <laughs> leave your review. Well, if she happens to be listening to this podcast, go leave a review. That book was written on just for you to get that timetable out. <laughs> well, you've been an absolute delight. Can you leave us with some final tips on what we should do? Because so many people are right now saying, I got to get started yesterday. Waiting. Stop waiting. And literally the compilation books can be a really great thing. Uh, so I have a dozen friends who do compilation books. They're all different uh, genre, different themes and, you know, styles of books. So if you just want to get published uh, sooner than later while you're working on your own book, then reach out and I can maybe point you in the right direction. I do one too every year called Jumpstart Your Blank where you would tell your story or, or you teach something, jumpstart your sales, whatever it is you teach in your business, you write the chapter about. So it doesn't matter. I mean, do something. And by the way, if you have a pretty good audience, doing a compilation book in your brand with your people is a very good income stream. You can make twenty dollars to $40,000 in your business by doing your own compilation book and gathering authors and monetizing that. So People don't think about that. It can awesome. Be really, yeah. Awesome. And uh, for any of you who are wondering what to do next, well, I think the first thing you should do, um, head over to jumpstartyourbiznow.com and you can find out about all of this stuff. But yes, don't wait. Or as Nike says, just do it. Get out there, get writing, get started, grow your business. Uh, you have been such an inspiration today. What a pleasure to have you on our show. And uh, I hope that our people leave you a review and say, wow, she lit a fire under me. That's for sure. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And to all of our listeners out there, happy writing.